I'm Andrew Saul, Commissioner of Social Security. I'm here to warn you about telephone scammers pretending to be government employees. Some of these scammers may say threatening things like you will be arrested if you don't make payments or provide personal information. Do not fall for these tricks. These calls are not from us. Real Social Security employees will never threaten you for information or money. If you receive a call like this, hang up. Never give the caller your personal information, like your Social Security number or bank account, or send money in any form, cash, gift cards, wire transfers, or prepaid debit cards. Report the call to our law enforcement arm, the Office of the Inspector General at oig.ssa.gov. Share this information with your friends and family. If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain of... This is America Matters Media at 93.7 FM, KPGF Sun Valley, your community radio station. Moscow from your back porch. <laughs> no, but you can see a mountain ring. You can't The following is an America Matters media production. The views expressed do not necessarily represent those of the station or its advertisers, although we think they should. But that's the opinion of America Matters media. I'm your host, Brendan Trainer. I'm here with my co-host, Leland Fagby. And we have uh, Brian working on the board, as usual, doing a fantastic job. Fabulous job. Yeah. So, uh, you know, there's a lot of news today, both cultural, political, and even military. So, Is there? Yeah, I think so. Huh. A lot of things happening. <laughs> uh, you know, Donald Trump uh, reacted to the latest indictment by saying, indict me again. I need another I, I, one to get over the top. Yeah, I'm one indictment away from being president again. <laughs> love it. Absolutely love it. Yeah. And they're not going to gag him either. No, no he's they're a, trying to. They'll just take it to the Supreme Court straight away. Right. You can't yeah, stop somebody from talking. They're not going to put him in prison. <laughs> no. I mean, I mean, th- what are they going to do? Put him under house arrest at Mar-a-Lago with the Secret Service? With get him out of here! <laughs> <laughs> What a farce. The crucifixion of Donald J. Trump. Yeah. He is like a dying and rising God. Yeah, it you know? is. He's yeah. saving the America by, by by being tortured, and then he'll come back to life. And these pathetic socialists, they have no idea what to do with him. You know? yeah. They never thought he'd come along in the first place. Right. And now they don't know what to do with him now that he has. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Now, the judge in Florida, Judge uh, Cannon, she, we talked about this on Talking Truth to Power. Mm-hmm. She demanded Jack Smith explain why the grand jury investigating the Mar-a-Lago was in New York City and right. not in Florida. Right. 
So that he's got some explaining. He do. does have some explaining to do. You know, democracies <laughs> are not defined <laughs> by our bad days. This guy's just completely out of control. And you know, the left loves him. Glenn Greenwald did a video. The left loves him in a sexual way. Smith. Smith. Because he's uh, active uh, with gymnastics or something. Uh, like he's that. a triathlete or something. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he also has a steely gaze. Does he? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's so attractive, isn't it? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> because when, when I think of my social circle, uh huh. <laughs> I don't think I have anybody with a steely gaze. <laughs> Nothing to see here. <laughs> Nothing to see here, please. <laughs> but they think there's something to see. Yeah, here. they do. They, they still do. They just don't know what to do with them. Yep. And uh, then in the Hunter news, you know, we had the interview with uh, Archer, Devin Archer. Uh-huh. And Ron Goldman and Adam Schiff came out of viewing uh, the testimony pushing the narrative that Hunter only sold the illusion. The illusion of, of, of access. Yeah. Yeah. All right, move on. Nothing to see here. Please disperse. <laughs> Nothing to see here. Please. And they gave attribution to that description that you just mentioned, mm -hmm. the illusion of access to Devon right. Archer. And it didn't come from Devon Archer. No. It came from the Levi heir. Right. Shout out to Catherine Herod. She called uh, Goldman yeah. out on that. Yeah. She's uh, still doing her work for Fox over there at CBS. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. So as that drama unfolds uh, in, in political news, the DeSantis campaign still kind of fumbling around. I think he fired his, another campaign manager. Yeah, they don't know what to do either. It was just brain dead stupid to take on trump right i mean everybody we talked about this on the show man who would do that <laughs> i mean a year ago we were saying the same thing well he has the big donors you know these the neocon donors i guess he thinks they, just to get his name out there well i mean i don't have anything i i don't have anything i don't have anything i don't have anything i don't have anything if he's running for 28, that's one thing. But why would you do it now? I know, I know. It's, it's a waste of money, if not anything else. It's only else. tarnishing his image. It, exactly. <laughs> exactly right. That's the whole point. Every one of those guys. Mm -hmm. And we, uh, we need to go after our enemies, not after Trump, for right. Christ's sake. <laughs> our his enemies are our enemies. Our government's exposed as a gerontocracy once again, as Mitch McConnell had to. 22nd uh, brain freeze. That's that uh, temporary ischemic attack phenomenon. I've experienced Man's got to know his limitations. You've I experienced, experienced that. Not, I haven't had it. My dad had it oh. at a Christmas dinner. And he looked at me just like, just, that's why I knew what it was immediately. Because mm -hmm. my dad was looking at me and nothing was coming out of him. And I said, Dad, do you, you see, can you see this? Are you, uh -huh. nothing was going through his head. What is it called? It just, it, ischemic, it's a temporary stroke. Okay. Uh, okay. It passes in a few seconds, but, okay. but it does cause brain damage right. while it's going on. So Then he went to Kentucky expecting a compassionate welcome. Instead, he got booed off yeah. the stage. Yeah. <laughs> then at least speak English English. <laughs> we can't rebuild our economy and 
meet this climate crisis. They let him walk on a, a trail right off to the edge of the Grand Canyon yesterday. Did you see that? McConnell? No, oh. uh, Biden. Biden. The big guy. Oh, they let him walk too close to the edge. It, I wouldn't have done that if I were Secret no, Service. No, not, not him. I thought they're supposed to protect him, or maybe that's their plan. <laughs> maybe they've been bitten by his Oops. dog too much. Oops. <laughs> they want to get rid of him now. <laughs> There's more than one way to not fit on a ballot, huh? Yeah. <laughs> then uh, Diane Feinstein fell down, and she was hospitalized, but they let her out. That after... was uh, last night or this morning, I think. Yeah, after mm -hmm. her aide... Uh, coaxed her to take a vote you know to actually vote say just say just say I. I. yeah just say i so who's the senator over there is it feinstein or is it his her aide that her aide. Her how to vote? <laughs> it's not she's like the wild-eyed aide that shirley plaskett has that yeah. didn't blink once <laughs> there's some strange people going on this things back there maybe they are aliens well they're you know? they're she's a trilateralist yeah. So. Say what? Uh, She's got an ego as big as the earth, I think. Sure. Yeah. That's true. So, um, you know, we we have to clear these people out. Mm -hmm. They got to go, but they don't want to they don't want to vote themselves out. They don't want to uh, separate themselves from the stock market. running around this summer when he's not approaching doom on the at the Grand Canyon. <laughs> <laughs> he's dedicating not one but three memorials to Emmett Till. Do you know who Emmett yeah. Till is? Yeah. Mm -hmm. He's a, a black teen who was murdered in 1955 for sexual advances on a white woman. Uh, the left likes to say he only whistled at her and the and the or looked at her and but uh, there's documentation that he touched her although Nobody's accusing him of, uh, you know, rape or anything. Way to go, a-hole! But uh, he's the uh, poster child for uh, white on black violence, mm -hmm. even though it was in 1955. You got to have somebody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, Tom Wolfe wrote about that, searching for the great white uh, criminal or something. But anyway... <laughs> But Biden uh, would have to dedicate 186 memorial parks to match uh, Emmett Till's memorials for all the white people. 58, a record number. Really? White Is that right? Killed in July by blacks. Wow. Yes. Numerous and numerous white men are shot at nightclubs every year for disrespecting a black person's girlfriend or in other venues. Yeah. So July saw the usual toll of white women dying at the hands of black significant others. There were road rage incidents, drug deals gone bad, random killings of white caught in the wrong place at the wrong time, 
which is near black people. Peculiar. Oh my God, who the hell cares? How that happens, isn't yeah. it? Is it very yeah. interesting? There was one recorded white on black murder in July that we know of. One? One. <laughs> so black people are 13 well they're 15 percent. we can round it up now they're probably 15 percent of the population but they still commit 50 percent of homicides uh so enough is enough right so at 15 percent of the population of 333.3 million uh, but you have to remember, as we've talked about here, and this is a horrible situation that nobody wants to talk about it. Except us. No. <laughs> uh, 10 to 12% of Americans have an IQ of 84 or less. <clears throat> that means 33.33 million Americans are, in, are on the left tail of the IQ bell curve. And the U.S. military, as you know, will not accept people with this IQ because they believe they're unteachable. They simply won't be productive soldiers. So the... Um, Get them out of here! Yeah. Now remember, low intelligence... Out of, uh, wait a minute. Out of the 33 million low IQ Americans, 25 million are black because you figure the average IQ is 84 for black people and black Americans anyway. One standard deviation below the Caucasian average of a hundred. Nope. But and that's this is data that's been consistent over a hundred years. Nope. So twenty-five <laughs> million, half of the black people in America, twenty-five million have an IQ of less than eighty-four, and low intelligence. They're all MSNBC uh, viewers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Low intelligence is correlated with criminality, including violent criminality and other dysfunctions. So the left, of course, to cure crime, they want us to concentrate on poverty and systemic racism instead of the reality of average racial low intelligence being... This is CNN. The right is on a better path, but they talk about moral issues like two-parent households self and self-improvement. But uh, again, those black people on the right side of the bell curve, above the 84, will be most receptive to the moral message. School choice is important, but again, it's not a panacea. School choice is probably not going to lift the... Uh, uh, IQ of those uh, black students that are less than the eighty on uh, the eighty-four side, the left side of the eighty-four average. So, fifteen percent of the population, fifty percent of the homicides, and the rate of overall violence in the black community is two standard deviations greater than white violence, and that's unheard of in the social sciences. So what about the rest of the black population? Well, that means... That was going to be my question. Yeah. <laughs> so half of them are below 84, and then one-third are in the 84 to 100 IQ range. And I called these people the DMV Democrats. <laughs> I'm not impugning their character. Most black people are God-fearing, honest people. It's just that they gravitate to work in the government or union jobs that offer them routine stability and security. And uh, so... Well, they, and the welfare state hasn't 
Right. The welfare state hasn't helped well. either. Yeah. yeah. So this IQ range thrives most under a bureaucratic rules-based order. Mm-hmm. Uh, for example, black people comprise the largest number of military lifers that are at the rank of sergeant or lower, non-commissioned. You know, Biden says we're preparing the military by trying to deal with the climate stuff. <laughs> we choose truth over facts. Oh <laughs> we're going to talk about the, the climate, climate stuff. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so, and this kind of explains why most blacks vote Democratic. They Black people credit the bureaucracy and the welfare system, but uh, especially the bureaucracy, as the road to a respectable middle-class life. But it hasn't produced that. Yeah, not really. It's an errant thought, yeah. and they should understand that by now. But for the fact that you've got these propaganda organs out there, like the television channels that they uh-huh. watch, and the public schools. Right. Yeah. That conceal this fact. So that leaves the final one standard deviation of blacks, about 8 million, who score at 100 IQ or higher. Some of these black individuals will equal or surpass Caucasian, Northeast Asian, and Ashkenazi Jewish average IQ scores. It's just that the numbers will be drawn from a much smaller pool. There is, we have to be realistic. We have to regard every person by the content of their character, their accomplishments as, as an individual. However, the Democrats are not really individualistically inclined. That's no. <laughs> <laughs> not what they seek. <laughs> but so, I mean, if it's doing that kind of damage to that side of the aisle. Right, yeah. Imagine it's doing damage to us as well. Right. It's not helping us. No. No. So it's not only IQ, unfortunately, but there are all kinds of social science negative scores for blacks, such as the R to K score for family stability, scores for rate of STDs, rate of abortions, et cetera. They're all pretty negative for our our black uh, citizens. Yep. So the... Throughout all these social factors, the score seems to go from Asians and Jews to Caucasians to Hispanics and indigenous people to blacks, with blacks almost always at the bottom of the social score. But again, we're not even allowed to talk about it. Can't fix it if we can't talk about it. No. So in New York City, just to show you an example, New York City recently passed the law that they're going to pay minorities who failed an older teacher exam, $2 million a piece because the exam was racist <laughs> for expecting teachers to be literate. How better to promote uh, their agenda than yeah. to yeah. incentivize it that way. And uh, they're, they're going to get full pensions for a lifetime oh, of sure not teaching. Will. Absolutely they will. <laughs> they will find every... It's a big club. <laughs> And you ain't in it. <laughs> Conceivable way to yeah. waste money. Right. So the patriotic America first people have to organize against what is essentially a coalition of groups that consist of a small minority of extremely wealthy, ethnocentric Jewish power brokers that support a foreign power, Israel, no matter what Israel does. And they take money from patriotic Americans for Israel, for foreign wars, and to advance all kinds of other courses that are really bad for working class white interests. And threaten U.S. sovereignty. Exactly. That's the point. 
and they they uh, blacks are aligned generally. We always talk about exceptions here, but blacks are generally aligned with the Jews because Jews have the money to fund the black organizations through George Soros and numerous other Jewish organizations. And it's a lot of Jews, quite a lot. <laughs> <laughs> the, the blacks are, and the Jews are unfortunately aided by the upper class whites. Sure. You know, that's where the money is. Uh huh. Uh, and we see we have seen Antifa and BLM are the paramilitary arms of the left. Do you see some of those judgment awards recently yeah. to, to BLM that yeah. rioted during the uh, yeah yeah no. summer of 2020? They're being rewarded, it's incentivizing it. Yeah, unbelievable. And Andy Nyo, you know the journalist yeah. that was yeah. beat up, was uh, had eggs thrown on him. He was he was a uh, you know harassed for. Uh, you know, quite a long time, 15 or 20 minutes, he tried to sue two of the uh, harassers because it was on video, and the jury let them go. Yeah. Did not give them any, mm -hmm. did not award him any liability. Well, you know, Richard uh, Gardner from Foreign Affairs, back in April of mm -hmm. 1974, he's no longer with us anymore, but an excerpt from this article, it says it all, really. This is what we're talking about, all of this part of the discussion here. In short, the house of world order will have to be built from the bottom up rather than from the top down. It will look like a great booming, buzzing confusion to use William James' famous description of reality, but an end run around national sovereignty, eroding it piece by piece will accomplish more than the old fashioned frontal assault. Antonio Guterres, the Secretary General of the United Nations, former Prime Minister yeah, he wants of to Portugal. Own, he wants to own that whole subject, doesn't he? And president, former president of the Socialist International. Mm -hmm. He says, we now have to call it global boiling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the absurdity of these idiots. <laughs> uh, it's, yeah, a, the, it's summer, people. <laughs> is now trapping as much extra heat as would be released by 600,000 Hiroshima-class atomic bombs exploding every single day on the Earth. That's what's boiling the oceans, creating these atmospheric rivers and the rain bombs and sucking the moisture out of the land and creating the droughts and melting the ice and raising the sea level and causing these waves of climate refugees. You know what it is, don't you? It's those damn rain bombs. <laughs> I think a rain bomb hit China this week. Did you see that? Yeah, I did see the flooding there, yeah. Yeah, I think uh, Biden they, sent them a rain bomb. They routed it outside of the city somehow so that 
the capital was saved and it just yeah. completely overwhelmed the rest and of the now the weather forecast with Greta Thunberg <laughs> with Greta Thunberg you know that doesn't sound like Greta somehow. No. <laughs> maybe it's just attributed to Greta yes well you know I should be back in school There's on Greta. the other side of the ocean for hope how dare you? You have stolen my dreams and my childhood with your empty words. And yet, all you can talk about is money and fairy tales of eternal economic growth. How dare you? Now, is that Greta of a few years back, or is that the Greta last week that we were? Uh, remember that clip on uh, Fox this past week? Was it no, I didn't. It sounds the same. Yeah, it sounds the same. Like she'd memorized it. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, the left has been saying that the recent heat waves are the greatest heat waves in 125,000 years. So I was wondering, how did they get that figure? Yeah, I mean, yeah well, you think I have to go back to a long, <laughs> long history of uh, statistics. Obviously. Yeah, maybe Cro Magnon Man was smart enough to you know, temperatures. <laughs> well, you know who's on board, don't you? No. Is uh, Silva, Lula. Lula. Lula da Silva. He calls for climate change education in Brazilian elementary. You know, Brazil's lost. Yeah. I think we've lost Brazil. Uh, Bol sort of. Bolsonaro, There's, he's yeah. not coming back. They're going to make sure he can. Yeah, they're I doing to him what, they, what, they're, what doing they're doing to Trump. To Trump, same exactly, thing. Exactly, yeah. Exactly. We did it. We did it, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, you know, when, when you examine science or when even like state budgets, you always have to figure out what the baseline is. That's right. Where did they start the the study or the or the uh, budget? What year? So it turns out. So where did they do that here? One hundred and twenty-five thousand years ago <laughs> was the beginning of the ice age that we're all familiar with. You know, with the Neanderthals and the mastodons and the saber-toothed tigers. End of the dinosaurs. Yeah, but it was a warm period. Mm -hmm. But guess what? was called the Emean period. It was two degrees Celsius hotter than what we have today in our warm period. Yet the CO2 levels never reached 300 parts per million. Huh. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> so the Emean interglacial period was hotter with lower CO2 than we have today. So, so they're wrong about this as well. Yeah, they're wrong about this. But that's but they cleverly, that's why they put that in as yeah. the baseline. Mm -hmm. It's Just, all part of the plan. Yeah. Because you got to remember, most global warming studies are based on a baseline starting in the 1950s. But the 1930s were way off the chart for extreme weather and heat waves. Remember we had the dust yeah, bowl sure, and all yeah, that? Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah so... That's why they exclude the data from the 30s, mm -hmm. start at the 50s, to, to emphasize how hot they think it's become. Yeah, the data doesn't fit, so they just leave it out. Exactly. Yep. So another thing is I found out, I did a little research, but um, these heat waves are likely caused by the eruption of the underwater volcano. Now, this is a tongue twister. Hunga Tonga Hunga Ha Apau. Oh my God. <laughs> You're right about that. That's a tongue twister. Yeah. This, uh, uh, that, that volcano, we'll just call it Hunga Tonga. <laughs> I don't know. For short? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Erupted in the South Pacific January 2022. It was the largest eruption of a volcano since Krakatoa erupted in Indonesia in 1883. 
Now, in addition to gas and ash, the Hunga volcano released 100 million tons of water vapor into the atmosphere because it started out underwater. Oh, I see. Uh -huh. Yeah. That is total 10% of the total global water vapor present. Now, Does Al Gore know this? <laughs> <laughs> if he is, he's not mentioning it. <laughs> Now, there is up to 4% water vapor. It varies from region to region in the atmosphere compared to 0.04% CO2. And most importantly, I think we mentioned this on Talking Truth to Power, water vapor fills the entire ultraviolet spectrum while CO2 does not. So CO2 mm -hmm. uh, is uh, astronomical until it reaches the a limit of the ultraviolet spectrum. Then it just becomes arithmetical, which means... You can keep doubling the size of CO2, but in actuality, unlike what Al Gore thinks, it's not going to dramatically increase the temperature. But this, all this water vapor will. Uh, both water vapor and CO2 are greenhouse gases. Uh, climate skeptics have argued since the beginning of this whole climate scare that we don't know enough about water vapor or clouds that are made up of water vapor to really justify the alarmist claims about carbon dioxide and anthropogenic causes of climate change. So, you know, again, not only are they not going to tell you the baseline, but they're not going to tell you about this, uh, you know, record-setting event. Volcanoes have been known to affect the weather. Especially think, at night. Yeah, but usually to cool it <laughs> off. Usually volcanoes cool off the weather because they spew so much into the atmosphere yeah. of ashes that the sun gets blocked. That's why they want to do it. Yeah, that's exactly. They, they, they want to shut off the sun. Exactly. <laughs> Way to go, a-hole! John, uh, John Lennon was right. We're led by insane people. Yeah, we are. Yes, we are. Well, you know, uh, the uh, in Germany... And England, they're finally cracking down on the Extinction Rebellion crowd. Yeah. You know, those people that are throwing themselves in front of cars uh -huh. or uh, uh, throwing paint on old paintings. Letting or, the air out of tires on yeah. the, uh, <laughs> SUVs and all that. Even uh, Olaf Schulz, the prime minister of uh, Germany, who's in a government in coalition with the Green Party, is, uh, he came out about, and yeah. said these people are nutty. Uh -huh. And then he uh, actually had a crackdown. He actually sent the German police to several of their, uh, you know, main headquarters and did a raid on them. So in England, it's just the same. The people are sick there. People, you see videos of people dragging them off the streets, mm -hmm. you know, when they're sitting there. One woman was dragging another woman by her hair. <laughs> because they're interrupting traffic. Yeah. Among, you know, necessary things that people have to do. Right. What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? They're just nuts, man. They're just led by nutty people. It's out of control. And they haven't had any accountability for their behavior. That's what it is. Nope. They're not held accountable. For no. They haven't so they're far. Actually, they're actually rewarded. Right. Nope. <laughs> yeah. Well... The, uh, I hope we can uh, get through the rest of the summer. It really hasn't been that bad here in Reno. I mean, last year was a lot worse. 
So whatever's going on, uh, the weather gods have been on our our side here in Reno to some extent. Well, I, what I like about this particular summer and our experience here in northern Nevada is we haven't had any smoke from California. Right. Un unlike the rest of my family back east, yeah, we yeah, haven't had fires any. are elsewhere this year. Right. Okay, it's well, it's their turn. Yeah. This is about the future of the liberal world order, and we have to stand firm. <laughs> well, there's another hot place in, on the globe that's been in the news. Niger? Recently. Yeah, Niger, the whole Sahel. Americans have been uh, warned to shelter in place this morning. The airspace and border have been closed. Yeah. Doesn't get any more serious than that. No. Well, you know, they sent Victoria Newland over there. Yeah, <laughs> they were. She didn't. She wasn't well received. No, she didn't bring enough cookies. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! It's the first time she's ever gone to another country to stop a coup. You know, she's a member of the Council on Foreign Relations. Oh, of course she is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, her husband Robert Kagan. I know it goes without saying, but I just like mentioning. Her. Yeah. <laughs> That was uh, Representative Elon Omar, and that, that little phrase got her censored and, and kicked off uh, foreign relations committees. Some people did something? Yeah, kind of like that. <laughs> Some but, people did something? <laughs> So now uh, some people did something in the Sahel because the uh, rebellion started just a couple of days after the Russia-Africa summit. You mm -hmm. think it's a coincidence? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that whole area called the Sahel is throwing off neocolonial rule. The country of Mali uh, removed French as their official national language. Macron is putting armed forces on notice for possible intervention. Niger has closed its airspace. And then we talked about Victoria Newland, who <laughs> fa failed to stop the coup that didn't have enough cookies. It wasn't well received. Yeah. So as the countries there, especially Niger, Mali, and Burkina Faso, are rebelling against French neocolonialism. Now, the reason. <laughs> the region is rich in uranium, uranium, gold, and oil. And the people there feel they're not getting enough from France for their resources. Now, the figure I, that they say is they, they get uh, France gets $218 per unit. I'm not sure whether it's a kilo or what it is. but And Niger only gets $11. 
Uh, now, France does give some foreign aid to Niger, but Niger is still a terribly, all these countries are terribly poor. Um, I heard uh, Jeffrey Sachs say that uh, they talk about the extreme poverty. And um, they, uh, they're also uh, had corrupt governments. They're, even though they were so-called democracies and Western-oriented, they were corrupt. And they didn't do anything about the ethnic fighting. There's been intense ethnic fighting in there. The armed Islamist groups, there are yeah. Al-Qaeda and ISIS mm -hmm. are all working there, as well as the extreme poverty. So Niger and has, Wagner's in there. Yeah, well, Niger, Wagner has already been in Mali. Mali has been grateful to them. They've issued statements saying they're grateful. And um, but Niger is is going to ask Wagner to come, because like I said, Wagner is really not a mercenary group as much as it's the Russian Foreign yeah, Legion. That's right. Yeah. So basically, you know, Russia and China are seen as uh, better options than the collective West. And you got to remember, Russia was never involved in uh, conquering Africa, uh, unlike France and uh, Britain and uh, so on, but um, uh, the European countries. Those who sought empire. Right, those who sought empire. Now, Russia sought empire into Siberia. Right. Right, and, and uh, the Turkic peoples that are now the independent countries of Kyrgyzstan, Turkmenistan, and so on. They Ukraine. They, well, Ukraine is not Turkic, but they they didn't really they they didn't really uh, conquer Ukraine. Catherine the Great. Well, that's an understatement. Yeah, yeah. bought most of it was Russian. Then Catherine yeah. the Great bought uh, the southern Ukraine from the Turks, and so there hasn't been a lot of war there. Until recently. Until recently. Uh, the dude minds. This will not stand, you know? This aggression will not stand, man. Yeah, it won't stand, man. Right. So so basically, what we're saying here now, Georgia Maloney, you know her, the mm -hmm. prime minister of Italy? Yeah, she was just, uh, she's been quite vocal lately. Yes. <laughs> I, you know, I wish I could copy her, but it's in Italian, you know, it's. But she's really forceful. Oh man! You copy her? You mean CC her on your emails? That kind of no. Thing? I mean, I mean, I mean, bring her into the show. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. But right. I, you know, it's in subtitles. Right. She's in speaking. Uh, her English is time. pretty good. Yeah, it's not bad when but, when she speaks it. Yeah, but her <laughs> her speeches against Macron are are. Oh yeah, yeah. I see. What you're fiery Italian. They mm -hmm. say it's working class Roman Italian. Mm -hmm. But um, her thing is. She doesn't like Macron because she feels he's responsible for sending all the African immigrants to Italy. And, and not only that, but Macron obviously is very European, and she's right. not so much. Right, so, right. So she resents the fact that he has such leadership uh, functionality there. Right. Well, that's always part of it. Italy is... It is these days, yeah. The third largest economy? Yeah, I think yeah. I think so in well, Europe, I mean. So anyway... the not like uh, Russia. She is saying, she keeps ranting, instead of sending Africans to Europe, we need to free Africans from some Europeans. Right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> but that's kind of like what we should be talking about here yes. in, uh, with regards to our own hemisphere with Absolutely. Latin America. Yep. Well, they St can't build their new world order if they 
discontinue what they've been doing yeah, over the exactly. last two years. Yeah. Because that's what this is about. But they had that phony peace conference in uh, Saudi Arabia and uh, yeah, Brazil and uh, President AMLO in Mexico, they refused to go because they said uh, there's no sense talking about peace if you're not going to invite Russia. And uh, But that gave the, uh, the BRICS companies uh, a chance to uh, uh, speak their mind in an international setting. And they promised to brief uh, President Putin in Russia about what happened at this summit, but it, nothing much is going to happen. Get him out of here! Yeah. What happened behind the scenes, that's what... Right, exactly. That's what we'd like to know. Right. So, again, we have to report that the, the two months of the Ukrainian counteroffensive have produced little tiny minimal gains in the south where they 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 were supposed to be threatening crimea by now yeah according to talking about the significance of the passage of time <laughs> right the significance of the passage of time so when you think about it there is great significance to the passage of time so maybe he didn't mean a spring offensive maybe he was talking about an autumnal offensive autumnal. He, he just got it all confused maybe. <laughs> i doubt it <laughs> Uh, so the uh, the leopard tanks, they've had to change their tactics. The leopard tanks are pretty much off the front because, they, you know, it's not good for the German military industrial complex. Oh, no, it's not. All these pictures of burning yeah. leopard tanks. Doesn't look good. Say what? <laughs> A couple thousand of them, right? Well, the numbers yeah, they, that I saw. Were... Yeah, they lost 2,000 armored vehicles. Oh, that was what it was, yeah. yeah. Are we the body? <laughs> There's just no chance in hell. No. You know, it's over. And uh, the Russians... They have no munitions left? I mean... You're right. They have no munitions, no air cover. And we were telling them to attack in in synchronized, motorized uh, forces. Uh, that was uh, the Pentagon's paper. White put out a white paper. The idea was Russian artillery is so strong that what we have to do is we have to, like a blitzkrieg, we have to rush to the front lines and, and get them bef uh, f underneath the artillery shells. But, you know, it just didn't seem to work. It didn't, didn't work out that <laughs> no. way. No. <laughs> there were things like mines and trenches and all kinds of things they didn't seem to figure in. And uh, so, and Russia has built up 100,000 troops in the northern sector, uh, where uh, and they are, they have advanced. They've made significant advances, several miles along an 11-mile front. They've uh, advanced in the last couple of days. So uh, that could be the be this could be the beginning of a Russian major counteroffensive in force. That's what a lot of people are saying. I think it's their choice. Yeah, if they choose to exercise it, it sure looks that way. So put the finishing touches on this goddamn thing. Yeah. I mean, Biden desperately wants this to last until the election. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Then he can somehow leave after the election. But he wants to be a war president. He thinks he'll get elected as a war president. But the way things are going, <laughs> you know, if, if, you're, if he has, <clears throat> if Russia does make a big advance before the election and basically win the war, uh, 
then, you know, Biden will have presided over the Afghanistan debacle well, that's and the I, Ukrainian I was, yeah. debacle. I mean, he's a disaster no matter where you look. I know. <laughs> God. <laughs> if it wasn't by design. Right. Because that's actually what it America is. America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was going to put him in uh, put... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you know, uh, the reason why the Russians are so good is because they have extremely effective anti-tank uh, rockets. I've seen them deployed as three men with a big tripod, and then they put the tube on top, and it uh, fires off. And, they, and then these cheap Lancet drones, uh, they can come in on the top. The Apparently, these uh, Leopard tanks are vulnerable because they have to have they have weak armor on the very top, and most of the time they expecting to get mm. hit in the front or I on the see. side. Mm -hmm. But with these Lancet drones, they can come right down on top. There's always a way, isn't there? There's always a way. But, uh, you know, the Russians weren't that smart. You know, they would never figure this out. No. <laughs> well, don't go. Maybe follows us. <laughs>